I was just saying to you before we heated up the microphones, I am now, I think, 49 days away from one year of closing all my rings every single day. And it's kicking the living crap out of me. So if you don't know, on an Apple Watch, they give you three rings to close every day. Yep. One for calories, one for exercise minutes, and one for just... Standing up. Standing up for at least 60 seconds every hour. Yeah. But now, and you got to do that 12 times. Like you have to do the stands 12 times over the course of a day. But I'm not satisfied unless I hit 20. So... 20 is the most I've ever done. In a 24, I'm standing up every hour in... 20 times in 24 hours. That must be affecting my sleep. I'm getting up in the middle of the night and putting my watch on, <laughs> walking around the house, and then going back to bed again. But if I time it so it's like 1.58 a.m., I can get my 1 a.m. and my 2 a.m. and then go back to bed. Do you own the watch or does the watch own you? Oh, my God. That was deep. Did this watch just make me its... A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. So 49 days from now, I'm just going to throw it in the river. Just hit that one year mark. So now that means I'm going to do the exact same thing, but do it for one day after a year. Oh. Just to say that I bested. You're not, you don't have a streak like mine, though, do you? I don't think no. so. No. no. I had a pretty bad day on Sunday. <laughs> I think yeah, I burned four eight, stands. I think I burned eight <laughs> calories. <Yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> You're not even trying, Bryce. I did not try. Uh, we never had our pre-show meeting to determine the order of events here. No, then we'll just wing it. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even remember how we first started talking about uh, why you're not close with your mom. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, you know what it was? It was we were talking about how... You know, in movies, when there's always like a reading of the will, you go you you go to yes. a fancy lawyer's office, That's and it's right. they always have a library ladder and oh. walls and walls of books and a crackling fireplace and brown leather high back chairs. There's nothing classier than a lawyer's office in a movie. Oh yeah, it seems pretty special. And then yeah, in a movie when there's a will reading. Uh, 20 people gather inside this lawyer's office and they start going, and my car goes to my son. And then someone else is really bitter and angry about that. Yeah, inevitably somebody gets left out. Yeah. And then we started getting texts from people who, like this one right here, talking about getting things in a will. My dad died in August 2019 and left my brother and I his farm, the one he grew up on as a child. And then my mom contested the will and she took the farm. Awkward. Yeah, that's a touch awkward. I would imagine Christmas dinner that year was a little tense. Yeah. I don't know the backstory there, but at what point as the mother, you, do you just go, well, he really wanted the boys to have this. Yeah, I would understand why the mom would feel entitled to the farm yeah. of her late husband. But yeah, to go after, you think there'd be a way they could do it without having to... Uh, Get lawyers involved. Yeah. So this gave uh, us an idea for a brand new segment called Why I'm Not Close to My Mom. <laughs> I think we have a call here. Hang on. Hi. Hey there, Garner. Um, I was just listening about the reasons why your mom isn't close with you. <laughs> yeah. Brand new. Brag, not my mom. Like my mom and I, we're cool. But a, yeah, a, no. a brand new segment on the show called Why My Mom and I Aren't Close. 
Yeah, she said my marriage wasn't going to count if I didn't get it validated within the Catholic Church. Ooh. And you went ahead, you got married, not in a Catholic you Church. Betcha. How are things nope. with you and mom now? Uh, a little bit better, but I mean, it's been two years. So it's still pretty fresh, pretty raw. Uh, I mean, there's always that sort of walking on eggshells kind of feeling whenever a religious subject gets brought up. Mm-hmm. And because I just said I'm, my marriage is good enough for the people I pay my taxes to, so that's good enough for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter which building we got married in. Yeah, exactly, type of deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was an interesting pill to swallow. About three months after we got engaged and announced that we got engaged was my mom telling me that it wasn't going to count. Really? It's a building. Get over it, mom. Yeah. I think the marriage is very binding in the eyes of the law, so Mm -hmm. may as well be happy for them. That would make things a little tense, though. Yeah. Walking around on eggshells. Uh, Garner and Bryce, one year from my birthday, the only communication I got from my mom was her liking a Facebook comment someone else had left on my account. No card, no phone call, didn't even write her own Facebook message. She just liked somebody else. <laughs> it's the least you can do, actually. Well, it's one step up from the least. You, the least you could do is nothing, but that is sort of second to the bottom where you just like somebody else's content. That's what I like Comment. to do. Uh, so if a friend of mine is having a birthday on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'll see a mutual friend writes happy birthday, I'll then comment and say, this is from both of us. Oh, yeah. You'll just jump right in on. I piggybacked on the birthday wishes. Yeah. If I'm feeling hilarious, which I usually am. Oh, you know what's another thing, too, that's weird is that uh, I just had a birthday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal. I noticed you didn't comment on Facebook. I was, uh, I was, yeah, in, whatever. The, I was in the mountains that whatever. day. Whatever. I was just... <laughs> so... But it's weird when somebody gives you a card, whether it's a birthday card, a thank you card, whatever it is. And all they do is they write their name underneath whatever is printed inside the card. Yeah, there's no additional text. Yeah, it's like you're, you know, they say these really, really nice things. You're like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And then they put their name underneath. Do they think that I think they wrote what's in the card? Like, are they, they're taking credit for the person's work who works at the Hallmark factory. That's what you're doing. That's true. That yeah. is base level effort. It doesn't need to be a huge, you don't need to write paragraphs. Yeah. But just something. Uh, hey guys, why I am not close to my mom in May this past year, my dad died. I was devastated. My parents are divorced, but she consoled me by saying she didn't even feel a thing. Ooh. <laughs> Harsh mom. Harsh. I promptly told her to just stop talking, and I hung up. I still haven't recovered from that. No, that'd be a tough one to walk off. That's uh, that's putting a wedge in the relationship. Ooh, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> that's not reading the room very well. No. Uh, do you want one more? Please. Okay. Not close with my mom. Most recent story is that it was my birthday this past Friday. I got a nice card in the mail from my parents with a Tim Hortons gift card in it. Sweet. But then, after about the sixth time I walked past the gift card on the counter, I noticed on the activation slip that it was purchased in Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, in November. That's where I live. They live on Vancouver Island. So I was re-gifted the card I had sent them in a Christmas card. So neat. Grant. Oh. Oh, do you call people out on that? I couldn't. No, neither could I. No, I couldn't I couldn't deal with that awkward conversation. Yeah. It's pretty hysterical. It lets you know where you stand in their life. 
You know who would have been good on this segment? The guy we talked to years and years ago on the show, Truck Stop Josh. Remember him? Oh, he was abandoned by his mom at a truck stop? When he was five. He had a younger, or he was six. His little brother was five. And we laugh about it now. Uh, his mom took him to a truck stop right over here where I'm pointing. And it's no longer there. It's now a grocery store. Oh. Dropped him and his little brother off at a truck stop and sped off. That's... And if I remember correctly, his frame is not as bent as you think it would be. No, I think he functions as a perfectly normal adult. Yeah. And yeah. haven't they met? Didn't he meet her? <laughs> oh, he's probably going to forgive her. Oh, that's what it was. He, yeah. he got in contact with us a couple years ago saying, should I meet her? Yes. He'd trace her down or vice versa, and he was unsure if he wanted to actually have a meeting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one would sting. Josh would have been a champion on this segment, why I'm not close with my mom. Although finding out that the gift card you sent your parents was so well received that they forgot that you gave it to them, didn't use it, and then gave it back to you unknowingly. Within a month. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was not even a month separating that. Ooh. The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Or freak. Or freak. Uh, yeah, I feel like the intro might be a bit much. It's a little dramatic. It is. But I like this a lot. I yeah. like being in the judgment chair. Yeah, we were trying to determine. A lot of the time people have a flax where they brag about something and you go, well, that's actually kind of freakish. You shouldn't talk about that. Like this one right here. Uh, I have a childbirth flex, but I'll spare you the details. Thank you. I'll just say that my midwives were so pumped to have witnessed my mad birthing skills that they were chattering excitedly about it. As in, have you ever seen that? No, that was amazing. They completely forgot about me and I had to interrupt them to ask for a blanket. Wow. Child. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I wonder... I wonder what it would have been like to be in that room while she was giving birth. I wonder. There's the push. The midwife is back, back, all the way back on the warning track. She's got it. Yeah, almost like being there. Is there a warning track in... The birthing suite? There probably wasn't before, but after she gave birth, there probably is now. <laughs> I wonder what her bad birthing skills were. Like, did it just happen fast? Was it? I want to ask, but at the same time, I don't want to ask. Like, my mind is running. Was it as simple as she just, you know, she was super quiet, didn't make any noise? Did it yeah. happen super quickly? Did the kid come out in a tight spiral? <laughs> what happened here? Oh, <laughs> Down the hallway? <laughs> did somebody have to go deep? Did the kid come out feet first and just strolled out of the room? That would be awesome and freakish, I think. Uh, yeah, I'll give that a flex. That's a pretty good flex. Uh, somebody else, my flex or freak is I have a 120 lawn gnomes in my house, Ooh. Megan. Uh, one or two lawn gnomes on your front lawn is okay if they're ironic. But a hundred and that's like a hundred and eighteen too many lawn gnomes. Once you're hitting triple digits, you're well yeah. past flex territory, and you're fully in freak country. Uh, the one thing I talked about this too, my brother Grady, he he's never in his life seen a movie that he did not enjoy. That boggles my mind. Not one single movie. I see bad movies all the time. How has he not seen a bad movie? 
Maybe he has low standards. I don't know. He must be easily impressed. Because now I want to just compile a list of the worst movies ever and see how deep he can get into it before he finally says mercy. (laughs) Finally cries uncle and and gives up. I will call him this week. I want to find out if this has changed. He never talks about it. But if you ask him about it, he will talk about it. So it's not like he uses this as a flex. He doesn't walk into a room and go, guess what, everybody? I've never seen it. He's very quiet. It reeks of BS. I'll call him this week and I'm going to find out if he, in the time since we've last talked about this, if he has in fact seen a movie he did not care for. Like, is he just a super optimistic person and at least applauds effort? I don't know. He just sort of, he's easy to please. Man, I've seen Uh, so many bad ones, including George Clooney's latest. What a pile of garbage. You didn't enjoy that, huh? Was it Midnight Sun or whatever it's called? Yeah, that thing stunk. Wow. Hot take. And I like George Clooney. I get lost in his eyes. But that movie stunk. I did not hate that movie as much as you did. That was so boring. Huh. Uh, I'm 51 years old. I've never broken a bone, never had stitches, and I've been hit by a car. Where are you? Like how far? How fast was the car going? Two kilometers an hour. <laughs> we need some more details on that one. A lot of people. Turns out uh, a lot of people have not broken a bone. So we've heard that a lot. Yeah. But the fact that he's been hit by a car that does take that up a notch. Yeah. If uh, it was going fast. My grandma's flex, she's 91, has never broken a bone. Rand, well, Randy, I got one suggestion for you. Roller skate at the top of the stairs. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I yeah. shouldn't have said that. You know I'm joking, right? <laughs> this one I was trying to, my flex, shotgunning beer, punching the hole in with my thumb. Through the side of the can? Most people use a key or something like that. To punch a, a hole in a can with your thumb, you would mm. shred your thumb. I think that one's BS. So I said, how do you do that without destroying your fingers? And they said, practice, ha-ha, in the beginning a few scrapes, but it's all about the placement and strong thumbs. Apparently, they're a massage therapist. Oh, yeah, they got giant. They've got freakishly large thumbs. And they can puncture beer cans and then shotgun it. That, if, if true, that's a pretty good flex. When you're a massage therapist and your weekend rolls around and you're not working, do you rest your thumbs somehow? Do you, like, pretend you have non-opposable thumbs, that you have paws instead just to give them a break? I would imagine your thumbs would just take a beating. Yeah, if you're uh, spending the week massage therapying people Mm -hmm. and then spending your weekends puncturing cans with those thumbs, they need a break. That's right. So that's why massage therapists on the weekend, they're like kittens. They play with a little piece of, they swat at pieces of string with their paws. They probably wear special mittens. Uh Uh-huh. I worked at Costco for 20 years, have never had a Costco hot dog. That's from Mike. Oh, that's a freak. That's not a flex. He needs to live a little. Yeah. Like maybe Mike's vegetarian. That's not. You would think he would say that in his text though. Just to say, just just to flat out say you've never had one, that's weird. I felt weird yesterday. I went to a Costco and I left without buying anything. What? I went for one thing specifically and it wasn't there. And then even when I was leaving, I was looking, I was eyeballing the the hot dog. But it was too early. It was like quarter after 11. I'm like, is that too early for a hot dog? No. I'd be having those hot dog burps for the next 12 hours. And they're delicious burps. (laughs) The hot dog burp is the most delicious of the burps. Not for everyone else. Yeah. But for you, it's just a reminder of a better time. Uh, this one to me, we got to grab this. Hello? Hi, I was told to call. Oh, I'm hey. Called- <laughs> yeah, your, um, your text says... Uh, I can't feel anger. 
I had a piece of my brain surgically removed as a teenager, and now I can't feel anger. Yeah, it's. I think it's neat. My boyfriend dislikes it. <laughs> this, this is okay. This is the best one yet. But what if, um, what if your boyfriend cheated on you, or someone at work took credit for your work? I can feel sad and annoyed, but it never progresses beyond annoyance, so it never, like, builds upon itself. And then once the annoyance is gone, it's just gone. So there's nothing I could say to you that would make you, like, steam come out of your ears? And No. Oh, trust me, the boyfriend and I have brothers, they have tried. Hmm. I, it, it's weird. Like, I can understand when situations should make me angry. I just can't feel anger. Like, I acknowledge the situation sucks. Is there a therapy you can go to where a therapist can teach you anger? Because I feel that anger is one of those emotions you should have some of. Not too much, but you probably need some of it. I would agree. Mm -hmm. So far, it's been working well for me. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life, but (laughs) what are some of the things you're really, really passionate about in life? Oh, goodness. I have no idea. <laughs> Any like things that would make me angry? Yeah, if somebody destroyed that thing for you. Oh, I have no idea. Like even looking at America this past year, like there's a lot of things that should make people angry that happened down there. And but you're for the like, most part, I just kind of laugh at it or just go, "Well, that sucks for them." Well, this <laughs> this is interesting. I I don't know whether this is a flex or a freak. I know, me neither. <laughs> Mm, okay. That's why I figured I'd let you decide. Um, the part of the brain that was removed was the right temporal hippocampus. Okay. So if there's a super brain doctor out there, they probably know what you're talking about. Maybe, yeah. yeah. The rest of us will just oversimplify this whole thing. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, okay. Hey, do you want to give your first name or not? Uh, sure, it's Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie, by the way, that uh, that jacket you're wearing today, that looks stupid on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And your 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 haircut looks terrible. Hey, man, it's a COVID haircut. <laughs> None of this is making you angry. No. Huh. Okay. I know, right? It's, it's weird, but I don't know. Put it to the listeners. See if they can figure out if it's a flex or a freak. I hear that her casserole recipe is bland at best. Ooh. Her shoes are ugly. That looks like she's wearing potatoes on her feet. Have you seen her outerwear? It's so last season. Oh, my God. Uh, Her penmanship. (laughs) No, that is such a weird one. That one doesn't seem real. No. That can't be a thing. Because also, I would have thought that if you had a chunk of your brain removed, that, uh, how do I say this politely? I think I would have thought you sound more like Sloth from Goonies. Oh, (laughs) And she sounds like she has, like she's all there. Yeah, very well spoken and yeah. bright. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you don't need parts of your brain. What maybe. are those parts of your brain even for? Just to fill up your skull? I don't want to shock you, but I don't know everything there is to know about the human brain. What? But I would have thought having bits of it removed would uh, slow you down a touch. What if they take the wrong part? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they're? I don't know. <laughs> They took a left when they should have taken a right? Like, when you go in for surgery on your knee, it's like they give you a Sharpie and you draw on yourself. 
like you you circle the knee that is supposed to be worked on. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess there's no way to circle the part of the brain without going in there first. Maybe that's the problem. Man. Um, <laughs> what do they do uh, when you're wrist deep in someone's brain and all of a sudden you have to sneeze? Or your phone rings. You got to answer it. Yeah. Uh, I'm 46 year old, years old. I've never had a headache. What? Allie. Oh. Ooh, I'm jealous of that one. That's a good flex. That's actually a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. I would pay top dollar if I never had to experience a headache again. Uh, fleek, f- flex or freak, completely lost my sense of taste and smell from severe head trauma in 2018. Uh, in return, I'm now using about 5% more of my brain than the average human. What? Okay. Again, with a brain. This is from Joel. We know Joel. I, again, I, I feel like BS. Not that he <laughs> lost his sense of, I could see that being a thing, but that wouldn't result in, like, that wouldn't result in you having more brain power, would it? When you don't taste anything, like, do you just buy potatoes? Like, it all tastes the same. Why would you bother buying steak? Why would you bother buying spices? It just, it's all going to taste the same. Just find the cheapest thing in the grocery store and buy that all day long. Think of the savings you'd be swimming in, that now you can just buy the in-house brand of Frosted Flakes rather than splurging for Kellogg's. Yeah. Man, so much savings. But again... I'm no brain expert. Shocker. You know, hang on. You know who's on the line here now is this guy had texted the show too, uh, Jody, and said that he's never brushed his teeth. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Hello? Hey, this is uh, Jody, the guy that doesn't brush his teeth. So hang on a second, Jody. A lot of people are saying, liar, liar, pants on fire. No, it's true, man. You've never owned a tooth? You've never owned a toothbrush? No, when I was a kid, my parents weren't really strict on it, and I would, uh, sometimes they'd question it, and I would just rinse my mouth with toothpaste, um, mouthwash. I'd do that various times a day, and where I went to school, uh, every year, uh, we'd get dentists that would come in our elementary school, and I always had perfect teeth, so I just kept rolling with it. How old are you? 43. 43. You've never brushed your teeth. How are you in the cavity cavity department? Still none. And I just attribute it to just using mouthwash like three, four times a day every time I eat. When you're talking to people up close, do you find them sort of back bending over backwards, sort of like how trees bend in tsunami videos? <laughs> it's funny because my, my best friend, he brushes three times and flosses two times a day and he gets cavities all the time and he can't he can't believe how lucky I am wow. or skilled I am but yeah, yeah he, he can vouch for me because he lived with me for like five years you know that historical footage uh, of an atom bomb going off <laughs> and, <laughs> and you just see trees bending over and just houses just disintegrating is that what the people look like when he walks up to them and starts talking about how he had the most delicious hummus in the hospital cafeteria. How are you today? Yeah. and Yeah, their hair just falls out. I wouldn't brag about that one. That can't be true. I can't, like, there's so much, 
Maybe you could get rid of some of the smells with the mouthwash. But, but you don't get rid of all the little bits of stuff between your teeth. The plaque buildup. Ooh, you, need, you need a brush to brush that off, don't you? Oh, I would think so, yeah. I'm not a dentist, although I could be. Sure. I think you need to brush. Uh, my biggest flex, pyloric stenosis. I used what? to be able to projectile vomit 15 feet. What? <laughs> and I have a huge scar now from the operation to correct it, and scars always make for good stories. You went and ruined your flex? Why would you get that fixed? That sounds amazing. It. If you went to a party and somebody was getting sick, but they were throwing up 15 feet, <laughs> man, oh, man. I'd be pulling out my camera. So would I. I'd be running underneath it. <laughs> like a sprinkler? <laughs> you know how <laughs> that news footage where you see on hot summer days in the big city, the fire department, they just come and open a fire hydrant so the kids can dance and play in it? Yeah, you're trying to limbo under their <laughs> under their vomit? Gross. Uh, you went and ruined your flex, though. I don't get it. I wonder if that was for every little thing. Like, they just had a big night out at the bar. They get home. Like, was it all projectile? <laughs> was it all on 10 at all the time? Could you handle it? Sometimes it- you know how you just, you just, this is really gross, but sometimes you just stand there and spit. Mm-hmm. Whereas other times it's like flat out. <laughs> oh, it's like they took the governor off the puke bone. Like, I wonder if when they're getting sick and they're doing that move we all do where you're just kind of like, your face is right there pretty much in the toilet. Mm-hmm. If it's so powerful that it pushes them up. Oh, yeah. It, into an upright position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was laying face down on the ground, but now I'm standing upright. <laughs> like, what kind of force does this have? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my flex is I can outdo any parenting problem. Oh, you're a one-upper. Uh, it goes on to say, oh, you can get gum out of hair? Cool. Have you ever had to detar your son's nipples? I'm sorry, what? What does that even mean? Detar? Are I, people going and getting their nipples tarred? How do you get tar on your nipples? I don't know. Hmm. This one has more questions than answers. Yeah. Huh. Uh, my mega flex is the doctor told me I have a foreign bone in my legs. No one else has it. I'm a medical anomaly. Yes, you are. That's a pretty good one. How big is this bone? Like, does it look like you have a third leg? Is it like a second femur? What's going on in there? Do you have to buy three shoes? (laughs) (laughs) What was the one the guy uh, or the person texted in and they said something about their husband hasn't showered? Oh. Oh, my God. Showers. Or showers once a week? My husband showers once a week and he doesn't smell bad or something like that. No B.O. or anything. I'm like, mm. Yeah, they said he doesn't sweat, so he only showers once a week. And in 23 years together, they, she's never smelt his body odor? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's not a flex. That's a freak. You should be showering for other reasons besides smell. Yeah, there's certain parts of your body that don't go under the sink when you— <laughs> Do you know what I—well, yeah. depends on how you can bend, I guess, but— <laughs> There's a little something they call uh, cleanup aisle, too. Yeah. You know how sometimes you go through, you're taking your car through a car wash and it has those things that blow the undercarriage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Start showering. I don't know. Uh, my biggest, okay, one more, one more. And then we got to move on. My biggest flex, I'm 24 and I've never been camping in my life, Ashton. This, well, again, is it's like the Costco hot dog. 
this isn't a flex. This is kind of sad. And Ashton, I'm sorry that your parents were negligent or perhaps not present in your life. But yeah, that's not a flex. No, get out there. Live, live a little. Yeah, don't brag about that. The Lawn Chair Profits. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. So Garner, I don't know if you spend much time on TikTok. No, like zero time. I have fallen down an absolute rabbit hole with that app. I never post anything. I never will post anything. Uh, I choose to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing. You just scroll through. Most of it is just garbage. Yeah. But every now and again, you get these nuggets of absolute. There are some really talented people doing crazy things on TikTok. And when you get a glimpse of it, it's pretty outstanding. And apparently one of the big things on there right now are sea shanties. Yeah, you discovered that you might be a sea shanty guy. Well, when I first read sea shanties becoming big on TikTok, I was like, this is the stupidest trend I've ever heard in my stupid life. And then I heard one of them. And it's spectacular. She had not been two weeks from shore when down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Like that is five guys all in different places at different times. They don't know each other and they're just singing into the headphone cord in their, in their headphones. The one guy too with the red hair and the white cable knit sweat, he just looks like he was born to sing sea shanties. Yeah. That guy looks like he found his calling. So you just have these five random guys <laughs> singing this song. And that sounds insane. Yeah. And it did nothing but make me look out windows longingly. And, and want to move next to the sea? To the East Coast, not the West Coast. That's where the hippies play. You oh, go yeah. to the East Coast where they get work done. Yeah. The people on the West Coast look at the sea. The people on the East Coast live in the sea. <laughs> they work in the sea. That's right. And that's like, I want to live in one of those towns in Nova Scotia where you just have to wear a raincoat all the time. It'd be, can you imagine how well you would sleep in a town like that? Mm. My God, I sleep so well when it's raining and miserable out. Think of how well my hair would do there. The moisture in the air. Oh my oh. God, your skin would look incredible. It would be remarkable. Yeah. The fresh seafood. I'm really not hearing any downsides. And you throw in the fact that these sea shanties are catchy as all hell. Well, I bet you you and I could probably do one. It. I don't know that it's that hard. It can't be that hard. I think I have a nice rich baritone. Yeah, I can't do the bass note. Like who, the guy doing the bass in that was incredible. They were so good. The baritone, I guess you call it. Yeah. I mean, we're a pretty rare breed. We're a different cut, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're like uh, you're like an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Right? The problem is uh, all the good sea shanties are kind of, they've been there, done that for yeah. hundreds of years. Apparently it's an old business. Well, what if we tried, I do have lyric sheets here for, uh, the greatest Canadian song in the history of Canadian songs. A sea shanty version of a Canadian classic. Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right. Want to give this a shot? Sure. One, two, one, two, three. I was lying on the grass on Sunday morning of last week, indulging in my self-defeat. My mind was thugged, all laced and bugged, all twisted, wrong and beat, uncomfortable and three feet deep. And of course you can't become if you only say what you would have done. So I missed a million miles of fun. I know it's up 
for me if you steal my sunshine making sure i'm not in too deep if you steal my sunshine keeping bursting on my feet if you steal my sunshine not gonna lie that felt right it yeah you don't even like that song but no but when you add in the visuals of just a cloudy day mm-hmm. on the east coast the waves lapping at the shore i even know the terms now lapping at the shore lapping at the shore yeah uh a nor'wester blowing in. Oh yeah, oh. you always got to be aware of the nor'westers. There was a red sky in the morning. Mm. You know what that means? Red sky at night, sailors' delight. Yeah, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. Totally, I knew that phrase. So I, I, I don't know about you, but I think maybe we have to retire from this podcast business, mm. retire from the radio business, yeah, and pursue this full time. It makes good sound economic sense in 2021 to throw away all that sure, the, the sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of your paycheck and your benefits. Mm-hmm. Your family is going to appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah. As we start this new band, which I propose that we call Shanties in a Bunch. Yeah. That's a good name. Shanties. It's better than <laughs> original. Well, can I say we were going to call it Shanty Remover. <clears throat> But yeah, Shanty's in a bunch. That's way better. Shanty's in a bunch, uh, touring West Coast and East Coast colleges. Yeah. Really anywhere there is ocean, we will be at your college. And I think this is going to be very lucrative for us. Buy our merch. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy.